All right, we're going to talk about Shaquille Leonard because Shaquille Leonard said some things in the media that were discourteous about the Indianapolis Colts, and he is flat wrong, as he often is. He used to be a terrific player. He is not anymore. He got his first sack since like 2020, and now he's got his mouth again. And it's just wrong because nobody treated Shaquille Leonard with more kindness than the Indianapolis Colts did or would have. The Colts should be thanked and thanked and thanked and thanked by Leonard, not derided by Leonard. Leonard is flat wrong. And you know I love Shaquille Leonard. But please, uh, Optimism Wednesday, 10 reasons to feel really good about the Colts against the Raiders, and the Colts have got to win against the Raiders. That's just the way it is. You've got to get this thing done. It's time, right? You've turned it into a two-game season. And if you win these two games, everything's possible. If you lose this, these two games, everything's possible on the negative end. You could have a top 10 draft pick by losing the last two games. Or by winning the last two games, you put yourself in the playoffs, and all of a sudden, hey, you know what? You could go to the Super Bowl. Who the hell knows? Good morning, Chuck Hall. Good morning to you, Don Thomas. Uh, we're going to talk about the Pacers, who got a big win last night. Normally you think, hey, you beat the Houston Rockets. It's not that big a deal. Uh, you know what? This Houston Rockets team, it's a big deal, and it was a good win last night. Isaiah Ta Cox says nothing to it. Uh, Shaq is trying to self-motivate. I don't care. Look, words matter. And, and what you say about a former employer matters. And, and what Shaquille Leonard said is wrong. And Shaquille has got to clear out his head and figure out what's what, what's true, and then say those things that are true. He tries to be honest. He tries to portray himself as one who honors honesty and truth. And what he said the other day, what he said after the Eagles win and, and after he played relatively well, you know what? It, it was unnecessary, and it was untrue. So we'll talk about that a little bit. This is Breakfast with Kent for Wednesday, December 27th, 2023. 2003 coming to a close. What a year it's been. We'll talk about that as we get closer to New Year's Eve. Uh, we're brought to you, as always, by the great people at MyBookie. MyBookie, you, you want to bet the NFL, you want to bet bowl games, uh, you want to bet, bet the NBA, whatever. The new cash-out system gives you options to bet and win all season long. Join the MyBookie family for an entire season. Odds boosts, free bets, super contests, and a no-strings-attached cash bonus that lets you deposit and withdraw quick. Use the promo code KENT on a deposit of $50 or more, and you can receive up to 200 in cash instantly to your MyBookie account. Bet that deposit amounts once, and you're ready to cash out at any time. Again, that's promo code KENT. You can bet anything, anytime, anywhere, only with MyBookie. All the information will be in the show description and the comments. Uh, subscribe if you have not. Like this video. It's a polite thing to do. And if you want to make a deposit as, or a donation, as Isaiah did, Go right ahead. Let's talk about Shaquille Leonard and what he said. Here's what he said. They wrote me off. Talk down my name. Uh, I'm here to prove. Prove I can still play. Prove I can still make plays. Look, Shaquille Leonard has always been one of those guys who needs kind of a, a, a false opponent 
in order to prove who he is. He's always trying to prove people wrong. He's always on X, and he's always yelling at people, replying to people who, who are negatively portraying him, which we've never done here, because I really like him. He's a very nice guy, but he's tortured. And, and tortured, just, it doesn't excuse what he had to say. Uh, they didn't talk down his name. The Colts paid this man $52.5 million guaranteed. It was a five-year, $98.5 million contract. Like I said, 52 and a half guaranteed. And they trotted him out there nine times this year. He started nine games over the top of EJ Speed when EJ Speed was easily a better player. But they had faith that Shaquille Leonard could find a way back to his original self, which he never did. And finally they said, look, we got to cut bait. This is not... We're not going to bench this guy. Let's cut him, allow somebody else to pick him up, allow somebody else to play him. That was a nice thing to do. They didn't talk down his name. And firing him was a gift because what they could have done and easily was just stowed his ass on the bench, not played him, deactivated him, just in case EJ Speed gets hurt, which he did for a game. They could have done that easily, but they thought that, number one, Shaquille Leonard would have been a distraction, which he would have. He would have gotten chatty, and that would have been unpleasant. Plus, they thought that this was the most fair way to end the relationship, which needed to end because Shaquille Leonard can't play anymore. He weighs 217 pounds, and he tries to hit people hard. Human bodies are not meant for that kind of abuse. And and you know what? Nobody should talk about the Colts the way at least Shaquille Leonard shouldn't. If you got $52.5 million of somebody else's money in your pocket, don't deride that guy. Sean Shaw says, fire Gus Bradley. He needs to go. Kent Gus is the guy. Gus is the pinata for the season. You lose these two games, somebody's going to pay a price, and it's going to be Gus Bradley. You win these two games... You know what? Gus Bradley will have made a really solid case that he should come back regardless of what he's doing. But I'm telling you, yesterday we talked about it a little bit, and then we'll get into Optimism Wednesday. But Gus Bradley and, and Shane Steichen talking about limiting explosive plays by opposing offenses. I don't like it. What you've got to do on the defensive side of the ball is not try to eliminate what an offense does, what you've got to do is take charge of the situation and bring to bear some aggression that changes the way they think. You've got to change with your aggression how they attack your defense. That's what you got to do. You got to make them think, what do we need to stop from them? We got to figure out how to pick up these exotic blitzes. We've got to figure out how to move the chains when, like third and eight, they are a lockdown team. You've got to get after it with aggression, not with passive resistance. And that's what the Colts bring to bear an awful lot of the time. That zone just, uh, on third and eight, letting somebody camp 10 yards downfield, no pressure, boom, playing catch for a first down, you can't do it. You've got to outcoach your fans first. And if you can't outcoach your fans, you've got to go. And Gus Bradley is in danger of not being able to outcoach the fans. 
Uh, let's talk about Optimism Wednesday, reasons for optimism. You know what? Uh, again, Ballard and Steichen did the right thing by Shaquille Leonard. And Shaquille Leonard saying things like, they talked down my name. Get the, Clear that out of your head. That's, that's poison, toxic energy that's not going to do you any good. It's never done him any good. Shaquille Leonard isn't good because of these false opponents that he keeps stacking in front of him. He's good because he's good. Uh, Sean says uh, Gus doesn't pressure the quarterback. I got to tell you, I get it. I know what you're saying. There's sometimes when there is not pressure, but they've sacked the quarterback more often than any team, any defense in Indianapolis Colts history. So they, they have sacked the quarterback a lot. Pressuring the quarterback, that's kind of a different thing, but they are the all-time franchise leader during the Indianapolis era in sacks. Uh, Optimism Wednesday. It is. So we smile, and we deliver 10 reasons to feel really good about the Colts this weekend. Let's go. 10, Raiders played a rival Monday and won. So they're fat and happy. This is not a mature team, a team that's used to beating the Chiefs at Arrowhead. Number nine, Colts have either faltered or had a hiccup and now are rebooted toward competent football. You know what? That's what this past Sunday against Falcons, that's what it was. It was either they regressed to their mean, which we hope is not the case because that can linger, or it's a hiccup. Now, you, you, you've got to do a little examination after seeing that you have not been able to win, right, against a team like the Falcons. You've got to do a little self-examination and get after it. Let's hope that that pays dividends this Sunday against the Raiders. Michael Pittman Jr. could be back, should be back. Let's hope he's back. Concussions are funky, as we saw on Sunday. Had the recurrence of concussion symptoms immediately after the flight to Atlanta. We don't like that. He's got to get better. If he gets better, they got a good chance. They really missed him in Atlanta. Uh, number seven, the Raiders' offense is, uh, you know what, uh, they're not very good. And uh, it, their defense outscored their offense 14-6 to against the Chiefs. They scored two defensive touchdowns in seven seconds. you got to keep them from turning you over, and if you do that, they aren't going to be able to score enough points to beat you. That offense with Aiden O'Connell is straight garbage. Uh, Dennis Childers says, usually when someone gets butthurt, they strike out at the ones that care the most for them. That's exactly right. Exactly right, and I think that's exactly what happened, Dennis. Uh, but it doesn't excuse it. It explains it, doesn't excuse it. Uh, number six, last year, Jonathan Taylor gashed the Raiders for 147 on 22 attempts. Of all the games that Jeff Saturday coached, Colts won one of them. It was against the Raiders. Uh, number five, Colts beat the Raiders last year for the final victory of 2022. There you go. Number four, upgrades a quarterback, coach, right? Edge, kicker for the Colts this year. They, they, they have lost uh, uh, some uh, competence at corner. That's true. And if Braden Smith doesn't play, that's a problem. Because the last two weeks, Blake Freeland has not been good. Uh, number three, Aiden O'Connell, 
versus Gardner Minshew. Advantage Colts. Quarterback rating for Aiden O'Connell, 31.9 for Gardner Minshew, 57.6. When you have uh, an advantage at quarterback, you got an advantage in the game. Number two, Raiders. They are 2-5 and five on the road, including the win at Arrowhead. So they were 1-5 prior to that. They've got that win. They are due to lose on the road. Number one, Colts are playing for everything at home. Just like in 2021. Wait a minute. That's not an optimistic comment because the the, the Colts lost those two games at the end uh, of 2021. But hopefully that doesn't recur. Hopefully what the Colts are able to do is remember what happened in 2021 and not allow it to recur. Do everything different. Even though Steichen wasn't here, figure out what Reich did do exactly the opposite, which he seems to be pretty damn good at. Uh, the Texans, they claimed Kareem Jackson off waivers twice this year. He has been ejected from games for flagrant hits, for illegal hits. And twice this year, he's been suspended for illegal hits. Those occurred in three separate games. One game, he was suspended for a hit without being ejected. So really should have been ejected in three games this year, and the Texans claimed him. I'll tell you what, if I'm the Colts and, and we're playing against the Texans next Sunday and, and Jackson does something screwy, I'm taking matters into my own hands, and I'm going to end it on the field. That's just me. Um, we'll see what happens. Pacers last night, 123-117, winners over the Rockets. Game was tied late. Halliburton hits a three. It's all good. Nine played. Eight were in double figures. Halliburton, 33, 6, and 12. They're at the Bulls tomorrow. They hit 19 threes, held the Rockets to five threes. That's how you win in the NBA. Uh, three of those five threes by the Rockets were hit by Aaron Holiday, a former draft pick of the Pacers and a guy who played here for a few years and should have been uh, Jalen Brunson. Pacers, I said it that night. I don't play revisionist history. If I don't say it in the moment, I don't say it down the road. Well, you should have drafted this. Anybody can do that. And, and it's almost always true that somebody else should have been taken. But that night, walking out of the draft with Nate McMillan, Nate says, what do you think? I said, I think you should have taken Brunson. I didn't expect to be asked. And in the absence of time to prepare to answer a question like that by the head coach of the Pacers at the time. What you get is honesty. Uh, let's celebrate some birthdays, shall we? Clay Swain, ha happy birthday. Seth Parker, happy birthday. Michael Lasky, Steve Bojet, the lovely, the talented Moe, celebrating a birthday. Stephen Halford, happy birthday. Chef Mike B., which is he's not related to Sloop John B., the subject of the Beach Boys song. And Roger Harvey. Happy birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else that's best done with an honest and specific compliment. Be nice to each other. Lift each other up. Don't pull each other down. Be good to each other. Smile. Make eye contact. It's a nice thing to do. And we will talk to you on the radio on WGCL in Bloomington. Uh, so you can go to WGCLradio.com and listen that at 707 We'll hear from Gus Bradley at about 10 o'clock. We will hear from Shane Steichen a little bit later. And uh, players, 
available for the, the Colts is the Colts. It's not cutting time. They got to get busy. They got to get right. And they got to win these next two games or all is lost.